Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress-busting formula from Just Thrive. Just Calm's exclusive mood-lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier. That's right. I recently suggested this product for a friend of mine who's feeling a little bit of extra anxiety lately. And guess what? It has been a game changer. For next level of mood and immune support, check out the award-winning Just Thrive probiotic. It has 1,000 times better survivability than most probiotics and banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin. Plus, it supports better sleep. Yes! With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day, all with a money-back guarantee. So right now, go to JustThriveHealth.com and use code LADYGANG20 to get 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm. That's like getting a month for free. This week's Off the Vine is sponsored by Chinette. Visit MyChinette.com to find out more. OxyClean, visit OxyCleanCoupons.com right now where a coupon is waiting for you. Bowl and Branch, my listeners get an exclusive 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code VINE15 at bowlandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L and branch, B-R-A-N-C-H.com. European Wax Center, visit waxcenter.com and book your reservation today. Your first wax is free. Geico, go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. One of the reasons that I'm really looking forward to fall, even though I know I'm going to miss summer a little bit, is because there are so many holidays coming up and just the opportunities to gather with your loved ones sounds exciting. I'm actually going to go to Canada this fall. Can't wait. It's been so long. One thing that is always a must-have when I'm gathering with my friends and family is Chinette Brand. So Chinette Brand provides durable plates, cups, cutlery, napkins, and table covers for cookouts, holidays, birthdays, game nights, literally any reason you have to hang out with the people you love. So here's the deal. They have lines of products, including their Chinette Classic, Chinette Crystal, and Chinette Comfort. So everything they make is durable, looks great, but you don't have to worry about smashing or shattering anything because it's all shatterproof. And their products are environmentally conscious, which I love. They're always cut resistant, made to be microwavable safe, which comes in handy for leftovers the next day. God, I love leftovers. And make for the easiest slow cleanup ever. Next time you're hanging out with friends or family, you have to make sure to have this on hand. China can handle anything from messy ribs to big old slices of cake and is really the perfect brand for all life's get-togethers. So visit MyChinette.com to find out more. Hey, everybody. You're listening to Caitlin Bristow's podcast, Off the Vine. Take it away, Brie. Wine. Lots of wine. Hey, B on the mic. Turn it up. Let's go. Hey, ramen. Pino. Ready for the show? Everyone's welcome. So come on in because OTV is about to begin. Hey. Welcome to Off the Vine. I'm your host, Brittany. Bitch. Just kidding. It's Caitlin. But this episode has so much Brittany content and I freaking loved it. I am joined by the one and only Perez Hilton. I guess there's Paris Hilton, but they are spelled and pronounced very differently. Anyways, after Perez takes over my podcast and interviews me all about the Bachelor world, we talk all things Britney, from how the hashtag free Britney movement started, wanting to kick Jamie Spears in the non-existent balls, how mental health is super important, and this whole new Nirvana album cover lawsuit. Perez Hilton is the OG influencer and has been around the block and back and always has the juiciest of juicy gossip. But he has truly grown in so many ways. I can say that I've been a fan of his since 2007. He's a very different person, and he has a new empathetic take on all sides to every story, and I really loved our chat. I'm actually quite impressed. My Britney and celebrity news update cup is filled to the brim. 
just as your glasses fade and sparrows should be before you sit back, kick up those cute little feet of yours, and enjoy hearing all the goods from Perez. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I was uh, at the gym before this and I was like, I'm just gonna put my hair in a nice slick back sweaty bun and then shower after. So you know what? That's the beauty of Zooms. (laughs) Well, I want to take over your podcast and just start asking you questions because I'm Perez Hilton. (laughs) So you can do that. This most recent Bachelorette, for the most part, and the whole season was kind of scandal free. I agree. Although she got into a little bit of a something a couple days ago, talking about taking an uh, an edible and people got all upset about that. People got upset about her taking an edible in Seattle? Because she's a role model and she shouldn't be talking about that on social media and yada, yada, yada. And her, her response was exactly as yours. I am of age. I did it in a place where it's legal and blah, 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 blah. But you know what? You've been doing this long enough and I've been doing it long enough to know that people on social media are going to talk. And if they're not talking about you, then you're in trouble. That's so true. That was such a main point I was going to bring up to you is how much you've just stayed relevant for so many freaking years. Like, nonstop, you're constantly giving the people what they want. You have inside scoops. You are, you know, you're like the OG of celebrity gossip and it is true if people aren't talking about you that it's concerning and I try and tell Katie that because you know I take offense you're really good at not taking offense from people like you literally give zero shits unless you like realize that you've done something wrong you own up to it immediately but Katie takes things so personally and I was like that will change over the years because if those people stop and you like wean out haters then that's boring and then people aren't talking about you And it's like, if you want to start a business or have a platform, you got to have shit talkers on there. Well, they're more valuable to you. I think I might've said this to you last time, or if not, I'll repeat it in 60 seconds or less. A negative comment is worth more on your social media than a positive comment. Like, let's say you put a photo up of you and your fiance looking hot, ready to go out on a night on the town. And somebody said, you you look so ugly or did you gain weight or whatever? Then other people who agree with that person will chime in, but your defenders will also chime in. And at the end of the day, it'll only help you with engagement and maybe even get you some press. There's only positives, I think, (laughs) if you look at it that way. Well, that's just having different perspective, which is, you know, why you're able to brush things off is because if you have that perspective of like people would be like block them and I'm like well no because that gives me engagement on my page and at the end of the day I win not these trolls so sometimes I like clapping back sometimes I ignore but I never block because it's just more engagement so you're engaged speaking of engagement and your fiance got into a scary accident recently Yes, I saw you did a story on that. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, when first of all, when I saw some headlines, I'm like, it is so like he died. Well, he, he got hit by a car and he dented the car. And that sounds real scary to me. It was it was terrifying. We were walking the dogs to go there's like a park a few blocks away from here where we take them to go to the bathroom. And so we're walking them and we had both had a few cocktails. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not know that. He said he was not on the phone, so he wasn't distracted. He was not on his phone. 
we had enough to that we knew the light said green and we were in the right to walk but we also had enough to for him to not get fully crushed because i think his body just like limped over the hood of the car because he was like well loosey goosey he was walking pino and i was walking ramen and i had already crossed the street and i was like okay come on are you crossing and he was pulling pino and he's like pino keeps smelling something over there because usually pino is dragging us across the street but this time he was pulling thank god so jason stepped out and what happened was there was a guy that was coming up and i think the guy wanted to make the right turn on a red light so he was just making sure no one from the left was coming and didn't look to his right where we were walking and so as soon as i heard this smash i looked behind me and i was like holy shit and jason was like on the hood of the car and like bounced up and just started yelling at the guy and luckily the guy stopped and Jason got his information and filed a police report. And I was like, are you in shock right now? Or like, is something really wrong? And you don't even know it? Like, are you walking on a broken leg? And he's like, I don't know, I feel fine. (laughs) And then we went to bed. And in the morning, I was like, how's your leg? Like, are you okay? And he's like, I don't know, let me get up and check. So he stands up. And he's got a like pretty decent bruise down the side of his leg and his butt was sore. But overall, he was he was okay. It was just more scary than anything. (laughs) Are there any next steps? Like, is he going to contact that guy's insurance company? Is there a lawsuit possibly coming? Jason's too nice. That's what I said. I was like, sue him. (laughs) But Jason's like, well, I think I'm okay. Like, he's going to, I think, you know, he's someone that goes to the gym every day and he plays sports and he's at a golf tournament right now. So if it affects him, I think he would definitely do something. But as of right now, he seems to be doing okay. So explain to me this. It used to be that, you know, when people would go on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, if they did not live in Los Angeles, a lot of them would then just stay there after the show. Mm -hmm. But now I've observed maybe over the last five years, and you were one of the first, there seems to be a gigantic Bachelor Nation crew in Nashville where you live. Why are they all moving to Nashville? What's up with that? That's a really good question. I actually don't have an answer to that. I know I moved there because when I got engaged to Sean on the show, that's where he lived. And so I was like, oh, Nashville sounds cool. Like, I'll go there. And now it feels like that you're right. There's a huge crew of bachelor, bachelorette people in Nashville. And if they're not there, they come and visit all the time and then eventually move there. I don't know what it is about Nashville. Okay, I have a little theory, which is kind of mean, but I don't know if it's true or not. I think you feel very famous in Nashville if you're on The Bachelorette. Mm, And that's the target demo, the people from from that city. (laughs) It's the target demo. And the difference is some people love that. And some people, it's a nasty drug that they feel addicted to. And some people like myself, I get bad anxiety when I get recognized. I like, because I want to be so nice to everybody and I want to like thank them. And I never know if they're buying my wine or my scrunchies or if they're a hater that's just coming up to me. So I get like really bad anxiety. (laughs) And I think a lot of bachelor nation like thrives off, you know, feeling relevant and Nashville, you definitely feel relevant there. And I mean, I'm not hating on it. I think it's awesome. If you like that feeling and you can do it in a healthy way and stay relevant and have fun with it, go for it. What's keeping you there now? Because you were there before Jason, right? Yes. He moved there to be with you. So what's keeping you in Nashville? Because you're from Canada originally. Yes. I would love to have a summer house in Canada. Really, there's nothing keeping me in Nashville. I have a best friend there who I adore. But like really, at the end of the day, Jason and I were just talking about this. 
what is keeping us in Nashville? We think about raising kids and it doesn't feel like a very progressive place that we want to be in for raising kids. And so really that's kind of a, um, our next move after getting married is we might move. I just have, I have no idea where. Los Angeles. I'm so cheap. I'm like, that's some expensive state taxes. <laughs> you know what? If I didn't have children, if I was in your position, I would move to Las Vegas no state taxes. I just, you're super close to LA so you could drive there. I love Vegas so much. So at this point, I think we're all aware now how important a comfortable mattress is, but it's really important to put just as much thought and care into actual sheets that you're sleeping on night after night. So Bowl and Branch knows that high quality sleep doesn't stop at your mattress. So their ultra soft organic sheets make sure you feel a difference when it comes to getting some quality Z's or for my Canadians, Z's. I'm pretty much obsessed with my bowl and branch sheets. I feel like that's one thing I do actually miss when I'm not at home. They're so comfy cozy that I wish I could have them with me everywhere I go. You would think hotels have the comfiest sheets. Nope. Bowling Branch does. They're also a good gift idea, especially with the holidays approaching really quickly. I feel like anyone who has stayed at my house has asked me about my sheets. I know that's weird, but it's true. And then I surprise them with their own little set. Great gift giver over here, if I do say so myself. Their signature hem sheets actually get softer with every wash, which is something I used to dread when it came to washing my sheets. And they are made to a higher standard with toxin-free processes and fair trade certification to ensure workers are paid fair living wages. Yes, I love that. It's so important. They also make sure to partner with family-owned businesses that align with their same values and standards. So to experience the best sheets you've ever felt, choose Bowl & Branch. You can try them worry-free for 30 nights and free shipping and returns And my listeners get an exclusive 15% off your very first set of sheets with promo code VINE15 at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code VINE15. My vinos know I strive to give them only the best, which is why I'm so excited to tell you about European Wax Center. So when you visit European Wax Center, you know that you're getting the best by the best. Their certified wax specialists are expertly trained in prepping, protecting, and pampering that beautiful skin of yours so that when you go there to get your wax on, you're feeling your absolute best too. And the experts in wax, European Wax Center is also the expert in skin, which is why they designed a line of products specially designed to pair with waxing. I know how important it is to really take care of your skin, especially when it comes to exfoliating and moisturizing. That's why I'm so glad that they have these products. It just makes an already amazing wax just that much better. And they do over 7.5 million bikinis a year. So I think we can assume they know what they're talking about, okay? European Wax Center is so confident that you'll love their services and their products that they are offering all first-time guests their first wax free. I said it, free. So visit WaxCenter.com to book your reservation today and check out their new line of products. And remember that first wax is free. Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress-busting formula from Just Thrive. Just Calm's exclusive mood-lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier. That's right. I recently suggested this product for a friend of mine who's feeling a little bit of extra anxiety lately. And guess what? It has been a game changer. For next level of mood and immune support, check out the award-winning Just Thrive probiotic. It has 1,000 times better survivability than most probiotics and banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin. Plus, it supports better sleep. Yes! With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day, all with a money-back guarantee. So right now, go to JustThriveHealth.com and use code LADYGANG20 to get 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm. That's like getting a month for free. 
So you mentioned your wine. I'm, I want to pick your brain because I started a new business myself recently. A line Your of CBD. Yes, CBD gummies. And a lot of this space has surprised me. Mm-hmm. What surprised me the most is because it's CBD, there are many things that I cannot say. You know, yeah. I cannot say that it will treat this or cure that. I cannot make any claims. Mm-hmm. And that's been challenging because I would love to share my own personal experience with CBD. But because I'm a co-owner of My True 10, I can't do that. What would you say are some of one or two of the most important things that you learned as a business owner that you wish you knew before you started your wine? It's a really good question. First of all, can you, you can't even share your own personal experiences with it? No, that's, that's a bummer. And did you know that before going into it? I did not know that. And that would not have stopped me though, but it definitely is a big roadblock if I can't tell somebody, oh, I take it when this is happening or when I need this and it helps this way and that way. So what I've been telling folks is, research CBD. There's, there are many benefits to it and try it. And if you want to try ours, mytrue10.com. If we were together, I would give you some right now, but you're not with me. I love CBD gummies. Can I say how it makes me feel for you? Please. Okay. Cause I am one that suffers from anxiety. There's very few things that help me with it. If I'm in like major panic attack mode, you know, I'm on medication. I'm, and I shove my face in like a bucket full of ice. But if I'm just like an anxious person on a daily basis, which I am, CBD really does help my anxiety. And I love that yours are in gummy form because those are my favorite. And it just helps. It doesn't like make me feel all woozy and wonky or like high or anything. It just genuinely like calms me down through my day and it helps me sleep better. Yeah. When I told my mom I was doing this, she thought I was doing THC gummies. And I'm like, mom, no, no, no. (laughs) These are not going to get you high. There is no high from THC in the CBD gummies that we do. And what's great about My True 10 is that they're water soluble. So the way that your body consumes them is different than an oil-based product. So go check out our website, mytrue10.com. I am so like. I want to be Caitlin Bristow. Like you've got it. You're you're like, you're literally like since the first time we met, like your career keeps going up and up and up and you're crushing it. And like, I'm still around, but you know, <laughs> things are ebbs and flows and they grow. And I want to get back on that crushing it level. So go to my true10.com, yeah. not just to help me crush it, but I think it could really help you as well. I think that's something I would say for advice of like starting businesses is truly a product that you know your audience will love. Like I know all my bachelor people are wine drinkers. I know that they like look up to certain bachelor girls style, like scrunchies and the bucket hats. Like I, I think it's just so important to obviously pay attention and ask your audience questions, like do polls on Instagram of what they would want and look into like that's the wine business. I will say is so much harder than I thought it was going to be. I thought there's a lot of wine out there. (laughs) There's a lot of wine out there. There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of everything's very saturated. And I got scared because I was like, oh, I thought I could just be Caitlin and attach my name to a label, which I didn't want to just do that. I really wanted it to be my own business. So I did go the other way. I could have just slapped my name on something, but I wanted it to really be mine. And with that, 
I feel like I'm getting like a free MBA on like every business phone call. Like I'm literally learning so much each week that it's overwhelming because when it comes to like production, manufacturing, the shipping, the cost, the legal states of which can be where and getting it into Canada where I'm from, like everything just seems to always be a roadblock or a challenge, but I have such a good team. And that's another thing I would say before starting a business is have the most solid team who understands your audience, because that's made a huge difference for me. And part of business is always evolving. Yeah. Is there a new category or uh, something different that you're going to be doing with your wines coming out soon? Yeah, I actually, I love this interview. I love when people can interview me too. I'm like, this is fun. (laughs) I really want to come up with a sparkling wine because I... I love me some, you see, I, I'm not a huge wine drinker, oh, but not. I will do a sparkling wine. Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you like sweet or dry? Sweet. I'm a sweet person. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So mine's going to be kind of just in between because it'll okay. be for people who don't like it too dry. Don't like it too sweet. It's going to be right in the middle, but I've been really excited to do two things because we have a Pinot Noir, a Cab, a Rosé and a Pinot Grigio. And something I've always really wanted to do was a reserve bottle. So something a little more high end Mm. and name it like, I don't know, something that has to do with the podcast, like the confessional and (laughs) do like a nice reserve for the holidays and then also sparkling wine. So that's another thing we're looking into right now. Exciting. And can we go back to the bachelor world for a bit? Yeah. Since I'm a big gay. Yeah. The gays amongst ourselves have talked about that Colton Underwood a lot. Yes. You know, everybody who who watches or who listens to your show, I, I'm sure knows his backstory and knows everything that happened with his coming out. Why do you think his ex hasn't really like given an interview and hasn't really spoken out? I was wondering that same thing. I know she's a very private person and Cassie didn't like the whole attention and hype that they were getting as a couple after it kind of overwhelmed her. She's an introvert. And Colton was very much like, bring on all the attention, like give it all (laughs) to me. And so I think she was like, ah, so I think she's kind of enjoying not having to talk about it because I'm sure she's gotten, you know, everyone coming at her for interviews and I would have loved to interview her, but I think she just was like, I need some space. And like, she's probably still processing the fact that she was in love with somebody that turns out to be gay I feel like that might be like something she would have to process and they had the turbulent end to their relationship as well right what did you think of the whole Colton coming out thing because I know the gay community had some thoughts on that and how he did it and kind of using it for publicity but like obviously you want somebody to live their truth how did you feel about it at the end of the day I think he is this person and might as well exploit yourself I'm all for it. Might as well monetize it. I'm all for it. I think that's actually being smart. Could he have handled it in a better way? There have been others, like that one football player who came out recently, who did it perfectly and donated a ton of money. Colton's like, I'm not donating money. I'm doing a reality TV show. Exactly. But you know what? Yeah. I'm I'm like the ultimate player. I don't hate the player. You know, play on. Because if you're not doing what he's doing, which is really strategizing and thinking, okay, I have this thing in my life. How can I turn this into something bigger? Yeah. And you might end up like, oh God, his name is blanking on me. But one of the former bachelors who ended up 
moving. He used to live in Colorado and now he moved back home. And there are all these headlines about how he Ben was, Higgins? Yes, right. He was struggling because his clout isn't quite there anymore. He's not as relevant as he used to be. And that's an adjustment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Colton is, you know, let me make money. Let me cash in because it might not last. I think that's right. smart. I agree with that. I think it's the, the only thing that bugs me are two things. I don't like that he decided to be the bachelor because clearly he wasted so many people's time. Like he and knew we he knew. Was, yeah, yeah, he knew. He, he had knew. hooked up with people, but he'd hooked up with men before. Exactly. But at the same time, if I got the opportunity to be the bachelor and if I could pass as heterosexual, I would fucking do it. Right, right. <laughs> like, and, you're putting and me on TV. He is religious. So maybe he did have that thought that like if he was put in front of all these perfect women like that, maybe he could be just bisexual and not gay. So if that was you, if you were Cassie, you know, would you be besties with him now? Like how? No, because what... he violated the shit out of her. He like put tracking devices on her car and was like completely manipulative. If it was a different circumstance, I think I could. I always wished my exes were gay, and that was why it ended. Because I was like, I would love to be friends with them, <laughs> but I I would if it was a different circumstance. But if I was Cassie, no. So the other franchise, The Bachelor. Yeah. Who is the guy that? that did the last season what's his name matt james right no i mean who host who hosted it wasn't was that it was, still, it was, it was still, still chris, chris. Yeah. oh but then they had somebody else do the the rose uh, the the confession the after the rose serum uh that it was no some, oh yeah yeah emmanuel yes Acho. Yes. yes him yes so the next cycle of the bachelor then has not been announced who's going to host that and if you think they will tell me, they don't tell me shit because I have a big mouth. <laughs> well, wouldn't it make sense then just to have you do both? I would think. I mean, I don't know because I think sometimes I wonder if people even like having two hosts or if they could split us up over Bachelor and Bachelorette. I don't know. Mm. And they haven't talked to us about that. They really, I don't think they know either. Um, so my thought is, yeah, it would be cool. But I also would think, it's nice for us to be women supporting this woman going through all of this. We can kind of help the guys sometimes when it gets down to like her final four and we can have more communication with them because we too have been in their position. But I would think maybe a guy who is in the lead would want somebody else who's been in his position. I don't know. But, and, and then if you think about that, who the hell would it be? I well, don't that's know. what I was going to say. If it was a guy, who would you suggest that's been through that all? I mean, well, the thing is, you want the franchise to diversify, and I don't know, like, I don't know if it would be somebody from the franchise, or if you would bring someone else that hasn't had that experience, but watching it back, and I'm not trying to just, like, pump my own tires, I think it really helped and benefited the show to have somebody who could pick somebody up off the bathroom floor and relate to them and say, you know, you're going to be okay, and I'm not talking to you as a producer, I'm talking to you as a friend who's done this before so it is nice to have that but i mean i just can't think of anyone from the franchise who is a bachelor that would be able to do that like ben higgins would be incredible but do we really need another white male who hosts the show like i don't know so chris harrison Mm-hmm. We all know what happened there. Maybe you've talked about it on your show, but you haven't talked about it with me. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, it's, you're employed by the mouse house now. They're, they're 
signing your paychecks. So, you know, I'm going to preface my question with, we all know that. Right. (laughs) But do you think he should have been fired? I go back and forth on this all the time because one, they hired me knowing that I will always say my own opinion. And that's something I will always stand by no matter what contract I'm under. I'm always going to say my real opinion. So I go back and forth on this because Chris was such a dear friend of mine and I adore him and I love him as a human being. And he's done so much for me and he's always been there. Can't say enough good things about him. And I know for a fact when that interview happened, I think all of us were like, like we knew that's not good. That's not right. This is going to, you know, you're going to have some serious consequences for that. And I immediately, instead of, you know, I didn't want to just go on the internet and start bashing him. I, I tried to call and message him and just said, you know, that was bad. Like, do you know how bad that was? I don't agree with how you approached it. I'm going to have to speak on this. I know your intentions as a human being, but I'm going to have to say something because I definitely disagree with how that interview went. And I hope you see that. And he said, absolutely. He was like, he was so thrown off. He was trying to protect people while also like, He was there to promote his beverage. Like he wasn't set up for this. And, you know, he's supposed to be the most well-trained media man out there. And so I was just so confused by it that I knew there had to be repercussions. I don't know if I thought he should get fired. And I still to this day don't know if he did. I think he stepped aside. No, no way. No way. No, there's no way he stepped aside. Wait, so that was a lie? The headline? I believe the Why headline? would he step aside? He, up until the moment that was announced, you know, he was so, listen, this is my interpretation of everything. We all knew ahead of time because of spoilers that that problematic, not, I want to say she's a problematic chick. That girl that had the problematic incident in the past was the yeah. one that he chose. Yeah. We knew that. He knew that, even though, you know, it hadn't aired yet. Mm-hmm. So I think in his mind, he just wanted to protect the show yeah. because he's been with it from the beginning. He was, he's like a father. And yeah. sometimes that clouds your judgment. If you view an attack of your child, which is the show, not even that girl, right? that girl is the is a pawn. The show is totally. his child. He yeah. was trying to protect the show, but in doing so, he let his hurt cloud his judgment and yep. he misspoke. But as yeah. you said, I don't think, I mean, I can't say if he's a racist person or anything like right. that, but I don't think he had any negative intentions. I no. think he just did not, he got caught up in the moment. He perceived it as an attack on this thing that made his career that, that he is an executive producer of as well and yeah. totally mishandled things. Yeah. So he had released a, a few statements after that. He did the interview with Michael Strahan. Mm-hmm. There's no way he voluntarily left the show, is my <laughs> interpretation. Your finger is on the pulse. You know, your audience is Bachelor Nation. Is there yeah. a consensus amongst the fans of the show? Do the fans think he should have stayed or left? You know what? I think it's pretty split, but I know a lot of people who think he should have stayed because... Not only did he make a mistake, he also has been working his ass off trying to learn more and better himself. It's not like he was like, oh, that, like, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, he knows 
he's been doing his work nonstop. It really shook him because like you said, this show is his child and he put so much energy and passion and everything, his heart and soul into it. So I think there's a lot of people out there and that's why it's hard to step into this position because I don't think he's replaceable. I don't think Chris Harrison is replaceable as a host. I think we just bring a unique new perspective to the show and I will never think that he's replaceable so the whole thing was just really unfortunate and obviously I'm friends with Rachel Lindsay who did the interview and so I was like you know to hear him say this to her was really hurtful and everything that just happened it was just so unfortunate and I think everything you said was really right about how that went down okay so if you guys know me which I feel like you do at this point then you know that if I'm being honest I do that every time I say that I mean, I do my best, but I can often have some little accidents happen throughout the day. I'm also kind of a clean freak, so it doesn't really help with that. But one thing that has really helped me in post-accidents or just make my white clothes so clean is OxyClean White Revive. You guys probably thought I meant accidents like peeing my pants, but I didn't, okay? I mean, spilling on myself and just generally being messy. I am who I am. Sometimes I ask myself, why am I like this? OxyClean White Revive Laundry Whitener and Stain Remover has 40% more whitening power than chlorine bleach per load without all the negatives of chlorine bleach. Pretty dang cool. It revives those dingy whites, bringing them back to brilliant and bright, plus it's safe on colors, and it can save those items that you thought were just absolutely ruined and headed for the trash. It is actually crazy just how effective this product is. Like, it works right before your eyes, kind of like magic, but it's real life. They are experts, so if you're like me and want something that makes your life easier, you have to check it out. Work your magic with OxyClean White Revive Laundry, Whitener, and Stain Remover, and save while you're at it. Visit OxyCleanCoupons.com, where a coupon is waiting for you. Finos, do you own or rent your own home? Sure you do. Bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? bundling policies with geico Mm -hmm. geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy which is a good thing because you got so much to do around your home go to geico.com get a quote see how much you could save it's geico easy visit geico.com today that's geico.com okay so earlier in the episode you guys heard me talk about one of my sponsors european wax center they truly are the best when it comes to getting your wax on and taking care of your skin before during and after a wax which is important And here over on Off the Vine, you know I always want my vinos to feel their best. That's why I'm such a fan of waxing because whether you're doing it just because it gives you that confidence boost or because you have an amazing vacation coming up or you want to show off some skin, I don't know, it really can make you feel like your best self. Like I mentioned, as the experts in wax, European Wax Center is also the expert in skin, which is why they designed a line of products specially designed to pair with waxing. So important to take care of that skin, especially when it comes to exfoliating and moisturizing. That's why I'm glad they have these products because it just makes an already amazing wax that much better. And let's be real, they do over 7.5 million bikinis a year. So I can assume they know what they're doing. European Wax Center is so confident that you'll love their services and their products that they are offering all first-time guests their first wax free. Mm Mm-hmm. I said it, it's free. So visit waxcenter.com to book your reservation today and check out their new line of products. And remember that first wax is free. Cowboy boots, they're just magic. 
They're magic. Walking around Nashville in a nice pair of boots is a whole vibe. A pair of jeans and my white Tacobas. Tacobas believes in Western for all. They've carried forward all of the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. So when you walk into a Tacova store, you're going to be greeted like family. If you can't make it to a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west as a special opportunity for my listeners. Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. So just use code VINE at checkout. That's V-I-N-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. There are always new styles and looks. And again, for a limited time, just enter code VINE at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. Only at Tacovas.com. But it does sadden me that we've become this culture that's so quick to cancel people. Mm-hmm. Like even Nick Cannon, right? Like Nick Cannon had his TV show on MTV Wild and Out taken away from him because of some hurtful things that he said. Yeah. I'm not taking away from the hurt that his words caused, but I think that we should be counsel culture, yeah. as he said, not cancel culture like let's educate people and give them an opportunity to redeem themselves and be better and not like just fire somebody like it's just that shouldn't be the first course of action i think what about jamie spears would you cancel him no Hmm. and he already agreed to step down Mm -hmm. but and i don't care if i get crap for this at the moment back in 2007 I do think that he did what needed to be done to help free his daughter of the leeches that were sucking her dry, that were not helping her sobriety or just her health and prevented a potentially untimely demise. You know, like she may have ended up dead if her dad did not intervene We, the public, want answers. We want to know everything. But do we need to know everything? Do we need to understand the minutia of everything that Brittany's been dealing with with regards to her specific mental health issues or any addiction issues that she may have had? We don't need to know. It's not our business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What we do need to know and, and, and believe, I think, is what Brittany has said in court. Yep. What the other conservator has said and what her doctors have said. And all three of those groups, Brittany, her other conservator, Sydney Montgomery, I believe is her name, or I forget the name of the other conservator, Jody Montgomery, that's it. Mm-hmm. What Brittany, what Jody Montgomery and what her doctors have told the court is it is not in her best interest anymore for her father to remain as conservator. Right. She's got a new lawyer. Thankfully, uh, she should have been able, I think, to have hired a lawyer a long time ago. Yeah. And this lawyer is really advocating much better on her behalf than her other court appointed lawyer of over a decade was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I want Brittany to be happy. And I think she should be able to make her mistakes. Yeah, I heard you say in that interview, I watched your, or it wasn't an interview, it was just a 20 minute video that you did. I think maybe it was an Instagram live. 
she's earned that money. If she wants to have a drink, if she wants to go shopping and or gamble it all away, gamble, you know, like that is her money that she has earned. But my question is, so many people have mental illnesses. So and most of them are not under conservatorships. Right. Yes. That was my question. So why is Brittany? Like you said, 30 seconds ago because of the money, (laughs) I think. Yeah. Because of the money. And also because she's a woman. Mm -hmm. I don't know the statistics, but if I had to give you an educated guess, I would say that there are more women under conservatorships than there are men. I'm not going to mention names, but I know somebody who was trying to get a 19 year old male placed under a conservatorship recently because that kid started doing drugs, ended up being raped, Wow! is now doing porno- gay pornography, even though he's not gay, wow. but he's doing that for money and ended up homeless for a while. So the parents went to court to try to get that 19-year-old placed under a conservatorship. And the judge said, if he wants to be homeless, if he wants to do drugs, that's his choice. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. And is how long has she been under the conservatorship? 13 years. Holy shit. And is that when the Free Britney movement started? No, it only started, I think, about 2019. Wow. You know, over a decade of her being in the conservatorship. Right. I think what maybe triggered everything was this crazy anonymous phone call to a random podcast that was about Britney. It wasn't that random. It was just like a, not any known people. These, these two women, a comedian and some other person started a podcast about Britney's Instagram Mm because they were fascinated by Britney's Instagram. Right. And then an alleged person that worked at the law firm called in and gave information. And after that, that's what, that is what created the free Britney movement. Cause everybody then started asking questions and, you know, right. is what this person said true? What's really going on? Is Britney not happy? And all of these really important things to discuss that weren't discussed as much before because mm-hmm. on the outside it seemed like she was content with how things were going she yeah. had a vegas residency for about five years she yeah. was still working and doing things but now we've heard from her that she's been miserable and forced to do things that she didn't want to do and it's really sad it is sad and i like that you always own up to your mistakes if you feel like you've done something wrong i know back in the day you have said that you were you know part of the frenzy media frenzy of i was the i was part of the problem right but now you've learned a lot over your years of being in this business and i know you're you know you love britney and so what was it that shifted for you to now you know cuz at the beginning you're like i do see that and i understand your point of you know, she needed some sort of help there and protection. Um, And now what has shifted for you to be emailing her an apology letter and, um, you know, really rallying behind her? A few things. I think one is growing up. Yep. Having more understanding and empathy, Mm -hmm. compassion. Not everybody does that. Even today, literally 
minutes before I started this lovely chat with you, I saw a tweet that Megan Kelly put out, the fired Fox News host. Yeah. Now she didn't she wasn't fired. She she quit and went to NBC, the fired NBC host. There we yeah. go. <laughs> um she was tweeting about something that's going on at the US Open, the tennis tournament. Mm-hmm. The US Open is uh creating some safe spaces or one safe space this year, uh, a quiet room, or I think actually a few quiet rooms for struggling tennis players, for those that are need a timeout, that need quiet, that are maybe having a mental health moment. Mm-hmm. And Megan Kelly shared uh, a news article about that and wrote, good Lord, please never let the snowflakes who need this sign up for our military. <gasps> well, actually, people in our military need quiet rooms and intense mental health help yeah like at first like the very beginning with Brittany, and listen like you i'm always honest mm-hmm. i don't think i was wrong necessarily right. at the beginning i thought oh boy she's partying a lot and as her dad said this week he said something along the lines of if people only knew the severity of her mental health and addiction issues the mm-hmm. world would be congratulating me for the job well done that I've done. And that might be true. I don't know. But when everything first started with Brittany, I just thought she was doing a lot of drugs and was out of control. But Mm -hmm. now that I'm an old man, I realize, okay, yeah, even if that was true, why is somebody doing a lot of drugs? Right. Because things are not well. Because she was self-medicating because she needed an escape. It wasn't just, oh, I want a party. There was a lot more underneath that. And some people have speculated it might have been postpartum depression as well as mental health issues. You know, I did an interview for a documentary recently and I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I can catch myself slipping into my old ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, a phrase that I used to use a lot that I took out of my system. I said in this documentary interview about somebody, um, I said, oh, that person used to be a hot mess. And I'm like, wait, wait, no, no, wait, wait, no, I shouldn't say that. No, I'm sorry. And I instantly realized, ooh, that's old me speaking for a moment because I used to speak about that person so much that way in the past. Instead of saying somebody's a hot mess, You could say, God, they're really struggling. Mm -hmm. They're going through a lot right now because words matter. How we talk about people and how we talk about things matter. And whatever people think about me, it is earned, whether negative or positive. And I've given up hoping that people could see me for who I am today because mm-hmm. I believe that the the overwhelming majority of people only think of me as the old version of who I am, that right. person in 2007. Yeah. And, you know, I, I believe that even if I gave 100% of the money that I have in the bank to charity, some people would be like, well, that's nice, but he's still a D-bag. That's nice, but that doesn't erase or fix or make better what he did in the past. Yeah. Like, I I almost feel like there's no winning. So I'm not trying to win. I literally am just trying to live, learn, and be a better version of myself. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, of course we care and don't care what other people think, but as long as you know, you've grown so much, even on, from what I can see on Instagram, like you're such a good father and you've learned so much about like the way you treat people, talk to people, the way you talk to yourself. I I've just seen that over social media. And I think it's incredible that, you know, after all of these years, you're still able to be honest with yourself and talk about depression or talk about mistakes or talk about how you're just at the end of the day trying to evolve into a better person all the time. That's always who I've been. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the reasons that I was able to achieve success early on because I was saying it how I saw it. I was real and I did things differently and I've evolved and I've grown and I've matured, but I, I have no interest in putting on a filtered, curated, fake life. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I I think 17 years later, one of the reasons I'm still here is because I have this connection with a small group of people that is authentic, that they're like my family, which my my, my podcast co-host makes fun of me for that. He's like, they're losers. You're a loser (laughs) for viewing these people like your family. And then I just, yeah. And I'm just like, just fuck you. You're an asshole. Do you think Brittany saw your apology email? Because you have her personal email, right? I emailed it to somebody that, close to her. Yeah. I don't think anybody has her personal email. Yeah, maybe she uh, doesn't even have one. <laughs> I was told that she did read it. Yeah. But that, I could have been lied to. I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I. It probably was just nice for you to write it out. And then, you know, if if she did see it, that's amazing. I I feel like because of her Instagram, it's so mysterious. And do you think it's just Britney being Britney? Or do you think there's really cryptic messages in her Instagram posts and stories? I definitely think that there's all of that happening. Um, Mm -hmm. There's cryptic messages. It's Britney being Britney, which means Britney has been an entertainer since she was like six years old. Yeah, yeah. Not all of them, you know, you've talked about sometimes getting anxious if you're recognized in public, but you're an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Many to most love attention. Even yeah. you love attention. All right. So sometimes, oh, hell yeah. yeah, sometimes you might post like just an attention getting thing just because you want it. You know, it'll get attention and you're going to do it. And it'll and it makes you get a little high off of that. Brittany yeah. does that as well. Like, you know, by reposting the same things over and over again or the song choices sometimes or or explicitly what she writes all of that is at play and if she wants to do whatever let her do it like yeah it's weird that a lot of the times though some of the people that are the most critical are allegedly her biggest fans like always yeah stop criticizing her about how she's dancing like let her dance like oh she's not well look at how she's dancing or 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 or, or look at her eye makeup or whatever like i know like let her just she's not always going to be done up like let her be jesus i know oh my gosh the eye makeup everybody always has something to say about the eye makeup it's just like nobody's helping the situation it's i hope her boyfriend is helping the situation i like to think he is yeah even if He does have ulterior motives. I've said this, okay? Better for her to be with somebody that she likes 
that treats her well, mm-hmm. even if he's using her, mm-hmm. than to be alone, yes. I think. Especially because she doesn't really have many people in her life. She's expressed betrayal from not just her father, but her entire family. Yeah. She feels screwed over by her entire family. And then her kids, unfortunately, she's not able to be with them all the time or even most of the time. Kevin Federline has the overwhelming amount of custody. I could be wrong, but last I heard, he had about 70% custody of the kids and she's got them 30% of the time. And how much has he impressed you? Because I thought K-Fed was just going to go, you know, I I always thought of him as a certain way. And I realized that maybe he is prioritizing being a dad and a good human. And that's awesome. Or he could be quiet because he had to sign something that says he can't speak out. (laughs) He's probably had to sign a lot of things. That's very true. Well, those kids... I don't think have signed anything. I love his one. What is the one kid that he'll just be like, yeah, my grandpa's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. He tried. Uh, but then that social media account got cut off. Right. Right. When, when Brittany is quote unquote free, what do you think she's going to do? I think she'll have another child. That's yeah. the first thing that she wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think she'll do ever do like a Oprah, Barbara Walters, like, ever like tell all or anything like that do you think she'll sue people like do you think she's just going to try and live her life freely instead i don't know i think she will sue her father Mm -hmm. her lawyer has pretty much said that's going to happen and she expressed that she wanted that to happen as well when she testified in court in june i think she'll have a child and she's also said that she does want to share her story yeah i don't see that happening quickly though right i think a lot of her decisions right now are around her children and after they're of legal age after they're 18 she might then say oh i'm gonna lay it all out there then Um, right but i think her children still being minors is is a factor in in a, a lot of her life and a lot of her decisions yeah, I agree. I think they're I 13 and 14. So it's not much longer that they're going to be teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and how long? Do, I don't even know this. Is there like a length of the conservatorship or is it just till somebody decides she's well enough to not be under that? That's a great question. I mean, she's been in it for 13 years. It's hard and not a quick process to end the conservatorship. Hmm. But that is what is going to hopefully happen you know the the judge will consult with the doctors and we'll see i mean the next court hearing is not scheduled for over a month from now september 29th is the next one yeah her lawyer was trying to get that expedited and was hoping that they could have a hearing this month but the judge said no uh so like i said it's not going to be anything quick and i don't even know you know the next hearing it'll just probably be okay her father's officially stepping down. This is the new conservator. And then another hearing in three months or however long. So true. It's not a quick process. It drags on, sadly. That's what it, do you think the that she's teasing us with the project Rose? Or is, do you think that's really something? I think it's just her channeling 
frustration with creativity. You know, also recently she was painting, yeah. which is great, you know? Yeah. She's, she's got a lot of time on her hands. Yeah. And she, I feel like, yeah, I feel like she is very creative and like obviously trying to just find herself again during this time. And obviously something like so many people struggle with mental illnesses, but when you're just put into basically a jail, it's just going to be worse. And you don't know what medication they're putting her on. There's so many factors that just seem so heartbreaking. And I think, you know, so many of us just want her to be happy. And when she came out and said she wasn't and that she had lied to all of us and that she cries every day, I was like depressed that whole day thinking of her. It was shocking to hear her in her own words because yes up until composed like in a way more than composed she was fired up yeah and hurt she was hurt she was Mm -hmm. really hurt you know up until that point you know people could still say oh i don't know i'm not sure i don't believe this or that but then you hear her in her own words and there's no denying you know i think everybody could agree that even if it was set up with good intentions. It's not functioning well anymore, this conservatorship. And right. I could be concerned that, you know, if she felt like I have no reason to live because I'm living in jail every day, you know, something tragic could happen. Yeah. And the same thing, something tragic could happen on the other side of the spectrum if she, if she, you know, right, does whatever. Yeah, such a... It's complicated it's a, and sad. It's so complicated and just such a, you know, topic of our, like, just through all this pandemic, I feel like people really focus on what's happening with Brittany. And it's just, it's so sad and it's fascinating at the same time. And you just wish there's more you could do or know. And like you said, maybe we don't need to know all of it. So it's a hard one to navigate. And before I let you go, I want to know if there's any... Any other celebrity that you had for me? Like I saw the Nirvana thing with the what is it? The, the boy the who's on cover. the, yeah. the album cover. Well, he's not cover. a boy it, anymore. He's a he's a twenty five year old, I believe. So he because we all know that iconic Nirvana album cover where this little baby is naked. What do you think about him suing now because of that? Because that obviously was his parents' choice. Yeah, I think it's smart. It reminds me of Colton yeah. Underwood. Yeah. yeah. Let me explain to you why. Unfortunately, Perez Hilton, because I've been around the block, I've done it all. I've experienced it all. And I am very intimately familiar with the legal system in the United States of America. (laughs) So what probably happened, putting my expert hat on, is this dude who was a baby when he was photographed, his little peen was showing out. He's suing not just Nirvana, but he's suing the photographer and Courtney Love as well. So that's, wow. you know, the remaining members are Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic. He probably found a lawyer that is working pro bono and getting a cut on, on commission, on contingency, really. Uh, so, you know, like, let's say he's not going to get this, but like, let's say he gets a hundred million dollars. The lawyer says, okay, I'll get 50%. You get 50%. That way he can afford to get this lawyer because he's not paying anything for it. So then the estate says, all right, fine. We've got this lawsuit. We'll give him a realistic number. We'll give him 50 or $100,000 to make this problem go away. 
because giving that guy fifty or a hundred thousand dollars is cheaper right. than all of the legal bills they would incur to fight this in court. Right. So yeah. it sucks. You know, the legal system works two ways in the United States. You either are the first person to sue, and that gives you a big advantage, or you have fu money, and you can be like, "Well, screw it, I've got fu money. I'm going to fight this all the way, you know, through the whole process." That'll take three or four years. That's a good question. Is how many times have you tried? Have people tried to sue you? You can read all about it in my memoir that came out <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. Tell us about it. <laughs> oh God. Uh, well, that came out last year. You know, I I am the original influencer, Caitlin. Before that word even existed, there was me. I agree. I agree. And I've lived quite a life. I almost wish that I had written my memoir this year because every year I feel like I learn more about myself and my past. My yeah. book my book came out in October of last year, but I didn't get back into therapy actually until December of last year. Interesting. Because last year, hello, was hard for most of us. Maybe yeah. if you're one of the privileged few who handled COVID very well, uh, but it was hard for me as a single father of three Yes. With my kids at home and my mother, who is very high risk with a lot of health issues, mm -hmm. it was a lot, you know. Yeah. So in December, I had that very public meltdown when I got banned from TikTok. And yeah. uh, it really wasn't even about getting banned from TikTok. No, it was, it was some Yeah, it was everything yeah. else that was going on. So now I've been in therapy since December of last year, and I realized so much more about even why I started and why I was doing the things that I did. And it sounds cliched and stupid, but like a lot of the things in our life stem from our childhood. Of course. And my, my dad died suddenly when I was 14 years old, wow. seven days after my grandfather died, who lived with us. So my grandfather oh my and I were very close. So it felt like my whole world was turned upside down and, um, I won't go into like a whole long therapy rant, but it's been very helpful. Yeah. And CBD has been very helpful for me as yeah. well. I yeah. discovered it last year, 2020. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I've got to try everything. So I like to be honest, I hit up my manager and I'm like, do you know any CBD brands that will send me some free CBD? Cause I like yeah. free. <laughs> or, so, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So then I started trying a bunch and I'm like, eh, but this, I don't feel anything. And then I, tried this one that really was the best. And I'm like, oh my God, this CBD has blown my mind. I need to do something with them. Mm -hmm. So then I, I reached out to that company and we started this new brand together and made some tweaks, changed it a bit. And I'm so proud of it because it really works. MyTrue10.com. If you've never tried CBD, ours, to try it out, just 10 bucks. Can't beat oh, wow. that That's price. Very affordable. I know a lot of CBD. Most is really expensive. Yeah. But um, if you sign up for, I like to be honest. Also, we can offer that because it's a subscription model, kind of like okay, cool. those food companies that are a subscription model and all of that jazz. But the reason they do that is because if they give you a subscription, they can lower their cost of everything. You should try a subscription model too for your wine. Do you do that? We do. We have a wine club. So that's, oh, yeah, you get you like go. perks of if you 
you get free shipping. You get like Zoom parties with me. We'll drink wine together and um, like first access to certain things. So yeah, it's it's the way to go. That's we awesome. We should do a I crossover like- somehow. I could come on your Zoom party and How- I could talk about I could talk about Actually, my would you CBD. Do that? that would be perfect. Yeah. Okay, you're my next guest. We have a wine club, I think, happening either end of September or October. So you can okay. be my special guest. All right, I'm down. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I can't wait to try the CBD. And you should just write another part two of your book with what you've learned since. That's genius. Or maybe like, I want to manifest either a docu-series or a documentary and just tell it in a different way. Tell it better. And I think I need American partners. I love my docu- my my memoir, but I I had these co-authors that were from Sweden. And oh, I wow. think some things might have been lost in translation. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I want to try. I, I would love if, if anybody listening is interested, hit me up. Let's That's make it happen. Idea. I could see you doing a documentary. I could, I could see that happening. Or a I'll docu- put it out to the universe. The big, the new trend is like a f- three-part, four-part, five-part yes. docu-series. Like what Demi Lovato did. That or like, you know, the Woody Allen and, and Mia Farrow one. Or I was a guest on one for Showtime that just started airing called Gossip. Um, cool. So, yeah. any At the end of the day, I got three kids and I just got to keep hustling. So I'm down yeah, for whatever. Absolutely. Well, I love watching your stories with you and the kids and getting all the hot goss. It's so fun. It's a good mix of both worlds. So um, before I let you go, I need one confession from you and then you're free. All right. I don't think I told you this last time, but if I did, it might be even sadder now and more embarrassing that but you made my, out with John Mayer no but my oh. confession is it is now the fall of it's almost you know it's practically kids are back in school I'm just gonna yeah. say summer's over it's the fall of 2021 yeah I have not had sex since oh. February of 2016 oh over five years less not by choice not by choice well i mean the pandemic didn't help anything but true but i'm vaccinated now i'm fully vaccinated and i'm willing if you're if you're vaxxed and waxed get on these dating apps oh i don't want to do that no you don't well i told my therapist that i'll try that next year okay i'll give it a try reluctant i don't it's just so much so much work it's such a time suck being on those apps it is a time suck i've never been on them but i know because my friends have it is a huge time suck but are you the kind of person that needs to feel something to have sex or can you just have sex to have sex i i can just have sex but like i need uh, like you need to feel something i i I, like i can't i need to see the person (laughs) (laughs) here's you're not a gay you're younger than me and you're not a gay man but back in the day in new york city where i went to college it was kind of like the end of an era it was the last few years where they still had dark rooms in a lot of bars and clubs and in these dark rooms people would go and hook up anonymously with other people they don't do that anymore i think it might be illegal now 
that never interested me. I don't want to hook up with somebody in a dark room where okay, I can't see them. Sense. I was like, like, of course you need to see them. That's how sex works. But okay, not in dark rooms. Got yeah, it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm all for like a one night stand or something like oh, that. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. It's harder also, like if you're not at a bar like, and you're not drinking and, you know, that leads to flirtation. That's the best, though. Like when you just meet somebody naturally and you just start talking and then things evolve. Escalade. But- that's so true. I was, I actually felt bad. I don't know. Do you watch Bachelor in Paradise? That's another time um, sucking thing, but. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. So on the, the other night on the episode, her name was Marissa and she was speaking about how she never goes on dates. And she's like, you know, I've done mini golf, but like nobody's ever taken me for a nice dinner. But then once she got to dinner, she was talking about how like, she's like, oh, I'm very sexual. Like the other girls were calling her a man eater. And I had said something on my last podcast. I was like, oh, does she just not go on dates? She just goes straight to the bedroom. And then what happened was she ended up allegedly having sex on Bachelor in Paradise and people were hating on her for it. So I wanted to give her a shout out and be like, your body, your choice, if you wanted to have sex with him in that safe environment and you were both into it, get it, girl. So there you go. Marissa, get it. (laughs) I'm very sex positive. Get it. Same. Get it if you want it. That's if you don't want it, don't get it. That's at the end of the day. It's your it's your body. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I love talking to you. It's so fun. Oh, thank you. I love talking to you as well. And congratulations on everything you've got going on from hosting to your wine club to your impending marriage and your move <laughs> somewhere. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll be neighbors one day. But um, <laughs> until then, I'll send you a little message about being on the wine club because yeah. that would be so fun people would love that and they'd have so many questions for you i'm down we're doing it you heard it I here love first it. awesome okay thank you so much and everybody go buy cbd and his memoir yeah and listen to my podcast too if you, hey, have, you, have, your if you have a lot of Great. time yeah the perez hilton podcast with chris booker you can hear it everywhere or just go to perezpodcast.com That's simplify awesome. things yeah the- Work smarter, not harder. I love it. Your podcast is great. Thank oh, you so thank much. You. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. I'm Caitlin Bristow. I'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Get new episodes every Tuesday exclusively on podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Cowboy Boots. They're just magic. They're magic. Walking around Nashville in a nice pair of boots is a whole vibe. A pair of jeans and my white Tacobas. Tacobas believes in Western for all. They've carried forward all of the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. So when you walk into a Tacova store, you're going to be greeted like family. If you can't make it to a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west as a special opportunity for my listeners. Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. So just use code VINE at checkout. That's V-I-N-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. There are always new styles and looks. And again, for a limited time, just enter code VINE at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. Only at Tacovas.com. Hey, Vinos. You know it's coming, don't you? Do you own or rent your own home? I'm sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. And you know it's easy, bundling policies with GEICO. 
Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com.